five, four, three. <laughs> I didn't make, I made like, like I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, you made like you fell asleep. <laughs> and I realized I hadn't hit record, so I hit record at like like two. Ah. Um, yeah, so just a little a little production note for you, but um, far be it for me to, to say production stuff when I should be saying... Brought to you by McQuano Coffee Roasters, McQuanoCoffee.com. Coming to you live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible belt, it's the Gut Check Press Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zachary Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always... In studio. We're back, baby. <laughs> By my good friends, my partner in radio, my partner in sometimes insomnia, Zachary Bartle. Zach, um, you're working on about three hours of sleep here, um, but you're a pro and you're a, you're a warrior and you just get in the chair and do, do hard things and do radio. So uh, I admire that about you, baby. Um, you indicated that you stopped and got some energy drinks on the way into the studio. Uh, oh, yeah. What, what, are you, what are you drinking this morning? We're working with uh, Java Monster Mean okay. Bean. Interesting. It's like a pseudo coffee kind of deal, and it's so syrupy and like, like coats your mouth. It's not a good time. Yeah. No, no it, it isn't. And that, that was going to be my next question. So you're, you're pro that kind of a drink, huh? The, Sometimes the sort of I don't know energy thing. Yeah, I I probably have them more often than I'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. For a guy who says he really likes actual coffee, mm-hmm. you know how we talked about the whole thing where uh, I do all the work to make the coffee. Yes. Yeah. Well, there are days when I'm like, I don't feel like doing all the work, but I definitely mm-hmm. need the caffeine. And yeah. sometimes I'll also be thinking this thing: I'm thirsty, and yeah. you know, like an actual cup of coffee doesn't help in that way. Even no, though there's a million sitcoms and movies from the 80s where people are like, here, have some coffee. I'm not thirsty. It doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this thing quenches your thirst while you're actively sipping on it. And then the yeah. moment you swallow it, you're yeah. back to thirsty again. Like extra thirsty. I have a couple of things to run by you on on that level and, and tied into the show that uh, I know that we're both watching called Stranger Things, uh, which maybe people have heard of. I think previous generations, so like thinking back to the 80s, the 70s, like maybe our parents' generation, but definitely like our grandparents, I think they thought of coffee as like a real drink that, that could quench your thirst. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, you're thirsty. Here's a coffee. You know, while also like drinking just demonstrably terrible coffee, like freeze dried right. grounds, and like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But I remember, yeah, like, well, I, when you're on the uh, airplane and they say, you know, coffee, tea, or milk. Um, yeah, ostensibly these are all options because we're gonna be up in the air for a while and you might yeah. get a little thirsty. And and like in. Um in like 70s and 80s media, whenever like somebody has a hangover in the morning after like a long night of drinking, the first thing they give them is a cup of coffee. That's not what happens in real life? I just assumed. 
No, I mean, in real life, I, I think a hangover basically means that you're dehydrated and you're lacking oh. like electrolytes and, and hydration and key nutrients because alcohol is, is like takes all that stuff out of you. So um, they should really be handing the person a, like a Gatorade. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's what you would do. Yeah, I would. Dude, yeah, I, yeah. I want to take a moment. I know we're going to talk about Stranger Things, but first I want yeah. you, with all your creative juice, to yeah. uh, put together a scenario, spin me yeah. a little tail, yarn yeah. it up, in yeah. which I'm at your home, I'm staying at your home, and yeah. in the morning I'm like, oh, I've got a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I feel like the whole hangover thing is really like, I. what do you think, what decade do you think was Apex Mountain for like hangover narratives in, in like movies and television? It was the Audis, right? Isn't that when that like uh, Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms thing came out? Yeah, th- but but I feel like that was almost an homage to like the idea of having a hangover. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Every single show that I've ever seen, there's a point yeah. at which someone parties to, well, not all of them, not like the sweet yeah, yeah, ones, but yeah. uh, anything from like cheers on. There's a yeah. there's a point where somebody comes in in the morning after partying too hard with dark yeah. sunglasses on and yes. like they like slip down <laughs> onto the nice cold floor and they get really yeah. upset because someone walks in loudly saying hello. By the way, that would be me. Yeah. I remember, yeah. <laughs> by the way, my only real experiences with hangovers uh-huh. Um, that I can that I can kind of systematize and and analyze to try yeah. and discuss, you know, to try yeah. and add to the discussion is uh, <laughs> when I was in the musical. Oh no, no! Every year at yeah. uh, uh, Garber High School, <laughs> yeah. there would be uh, some kids who were, like really partied hard. Uh, yeah. and you know, like there was the overlap of like the, the hardcore party crowd and the like theater yes. crowd. There was a pretty big overlap there. I was, dude, yes, you're right. That's interesting, isn't it? I don't know what, what you know, it's, it's funny when you have sub clicks. So anyway, those, those are the kids who would come in on like the Saturday morning rehearsals. You'd have these like all day Saturday rehearsals that started yeah, early yeah. and they would yeah. come in, you know, at, at seven 30 and they would be just like headaches and body aches and just like, you know, they've, they've, they're football stars, half of them too. So they think they can yeah, punish yeah. the body and just, and I right. would always know this would be the case. And I yeah. would have a one liter jolt in one hand and like a bear claw in the other. That was always my move. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd walk in, Hey everybody. And I would just shout hello and I'd whack people on the back and stuff. And it would yeah. get... They it's looking back, it wasn't very nice, but I think in my mind, as the like self righteous Christian kid of the bunch, I was like, yes, rightfully punishing them for their debauchery right. the night before, <laughs> so, right? And you took great pleasure in that, yeah. And somehow, I think that a lot of those experiences reinforced for me the veracity of some of those uh TV tropes, yeah. So, back to the TV tropes, if you were at my house in this hypothetical scenario, <laughs> and yeah. And I come, I come out, or, or more likely, I come, I come inside after having gone for my morning run or whatever, and I see you and you're lying on the floor, wearing a pair of sunglasses, hair akimbo, uh, <laughs> subtext, I've had a rough night, I have a hangover, don't be loud. I think I would be, and, <laughs> and this is where like my, nur- my nurturing kind of nature comes in, because I like you. Like I, I, I like you and moreover, like I wouldn't want you to feel sick. So I think I would do, you've seen the movie Starsky and Hutch, right? 
No, I've seen the television show Scar Starsky and Hutch. I didn't even know that they made a movie out of it. Yes, dude. So there was a, a pretty mediocre early 2000s Starsky and Hutch movie oh, starring. right. Yes. Yeah, starring Owen Wilson. Yeah. This is yeah, the yeah, era yeah. when they did like uh, the Dukes of Hazard and Miami yes. Vice. And everything was like, this was originally not that funny, but we've made it like a tongue-in-cheek ha-ha piece. Yeah, super over-the-top uh-huh. comedy. Okay. It's actually a decent watch if you have like 90 minutes to kill on an airplane or you can't sleep or whatever, because Vince Vaughn's in it and he's doing actual Vince Vaughn things that are funny. So uh, he's in it, but there's this scene where they party too hard. Ben Stiller's character, who's like uh, David Starsky, actually has like accidentally has cocaine at a party. Okay. And um, he, he just goes bananas. And then the next morning, cut to... You know, he's sitting at the breakfast nook, sunglasses, shirt unbuttoned. He looks, you know, like something the cat dragged in. And then Owen Wilson comes out in his, like, sweet, kind of nose akimbo Owen Wilson way. And he makes him a hangover cure. And in in true, like, um, I don't know, 1970s fashion, he's throwing, like, everything in his kitchen into this blender. I love that, uh, dude. That's very yeah, good, yeah. I, lo- I love it, too. It's very fun. It involves, like... Gatorade and like pancake mix and and all sorts of ingredients. <laughs> and he and he and he blends it up and he gives it to uh, to Starsky and, and Starsky immediately feels better. I could I could see myself doing something like that for you. Something kind of nurturing. Yeah. For, first, I think my favorite hangover cure ever made is on. Uh, actually, it's not even a hangover cure. It's like to de-drunkify you on Back to the Future Three. Okay. Yeah. Make yeah, some yeah. Waco juice. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I love it. My questions are these. One, would you kind yeah. of secretly hope that I was going to throw up so that you could like deal with that? No. I, <laughs> I, I am a great dealing with throw up guy, as we've, as we've uh, discussed ad nauseum, ad nausea <laughs> on the show before. Yeah, I had to. I had to do it. No, like I, I'm really great in that moment, but I don't ever want it. You know, oh, okay. I don't I don't wish for it. I don't want to see anybody throw up because throwing up is is quantifiably one of the worst things you can go through. Like it's a terrible thing. And as as much as I would like to care for you in that moment, I I, I don't want to have you have it. But speaking of that, wait, you said you had two questions. Yeah, the second question is would you would you ask questions? Would you try and determine how some time between when we had like parted ways the night before and, <laughs> like and what we, happened? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you got into my liquor last night or yeah, you, yeah. the old man's <laughs> liquor cabinet? <laughs> right. You got into the old man's liquor cabinet. Are you like after everybody had gone to bed at midnight after like the last cigar, you like got in your car and drove to a bar? You know, right. like, it closed it down at, like, three in the morning. I just yeah. wanted to try it, you know. I don't know. My, I, I have never truly ever been tempted, even though I have been, I've taken more pills than you ever should, dangerous levels, sure. because insomnia sure. makes you absolutely desperate. I've never been yeah. tempted to go into my wife's rather well-stocked bar and, and start <laughs> yeah. drinking alcohol. I just have never, I don't, I think in my mind, that would just mess up my sleeping all the more. I think it probably would, and I, th- I think you're wise to not do that. Um, where was I going to go with this? It was, it was puking-related. I, I yeah, I have, a, I have two questions. I have a hangover-related thing and then a puking-related thing. Dude, I like this. Um, we're, we're each asking each other two questions. Let's see how long we can keep this going. <laughs> I like it, too. So here's the hangover-related thing. And, and again, this is going to require like a good bit of imagination because you've, you've never been in this situation. But... Uh, if, if that happened, so if I, if I came out 
and you were you were kind of shuffling out of your bedroom, sunglasses on, hair akimbo, having just had a hangover. Would you would you kind of play it up? Would you sort of performatively mm. lean into the experience of having a hangover, both to like make people feel sorry for you and to to kind of milk the moment, if you know what I mean? So you're you're asking if I would play up the sympathy of it, not like the the comedy of it. Yeah, play up the sympathy of it. Like, oh, I'm I'm hurting. I'm in such a a bad way. Dude, with I this think thing. I'd be so embarrassed. I would play it down. Mm. Okay, sure. Although sure. I like the idea of kind of having both of the like theater masks going and like yes, yeah, like <laughs> rocking right. the sympathy and the and the comedy. You, you are a theater guy. I mean, you've got play practice <laughs> oh, and swim no, practice. No. Oh, I, no, I don't know no. how these guys pulled this off and learned their lines, and they're all you know like intoxicated half the time, and then and then hung over yeah. the rest of the time. It's high school, man. They they bounce back quick. Do you think I would play it up? I don't know. I I truly don't know. That's why I asked. Um, I know you wouldn't, dude. Uh, if, I, if I wouldn't. The mysterious yeah. tables were turned, and I woke up, and I was like, "What happened?" Last like, I, you you would you would try and like uh, soldier on uh, yeah. as I, I mean, I've seen you when we've been hanging out. I've seen you feel like kind of ill. Remember like, the Tim's cigar thing? Yes. When, yeah, yeah. You tried to just pull ahead, and and, it, and yeah. I think I I was like, "Listen, dude, let's stop." You you look a little yeah. green around the gills. Yes. And you yeah. were like, okay, I'll I'll see your let's stop and do you one and raise you one lie on a gross public beach Bay yeah. City bathroom floor. Dude, yes, I was trying to be all tough about it, right? Because I was a little embarrassed and I was trying to be tough, so I was just like, Oh, let's let's stop at this park. I gotta take a leak, right? And like nobody stops at a park to take a leak, but um but Did yeah, you then stop I just, there to lie on the gross public beach bathroom right, floor. Right. I, I wandered into the bathroom. And I was thinking I would just like splash some water on my face and be fine, but then I ended up like lying down for a long stretch of time. You you came in, you found me in there, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a bad moment. I think that might be a fun um, article, <laughs> uh, additional essay if we actually do uh, sometime in the remainder of 2023 put out that mm-hmm. second volume, the 10 year anniversary volume of the Smoking Companion would be. I would love that. Relate that story and deal with like write a little bit about this very other mysterious uh, yeah. kind of other hangover that maybe once every five years I experience, which is when you're smoking a cigar, sometimes it's because mm-hmm. it's too hot out. Sometimes it's because yes, the yeah. draw is weird and you're s- just sucking on it too hard and you get yeah. too much going. But like, you get two thirds the way through, or if you're in a, a place with bad ventilation, ventilation, yeah, and there's a lot of people smoking, where you just start to like feel like really, really sick, like like you have yeah. something. Yes, yeah, it's a weird phenomenon. It is a very weird phenomenon. I think that day it was a combination of it was unusually hot. Mm-hmm. I had like stupidly worn jeans for some reason. Like, dude, wearing jeans I, when it's hot out is the worst thing in oh, the world. Oh, it's the worst, dude. Yeah. And then add to that, like, two really dark cigars on a hot day. And, and yeah. Dude, and we used then to hit those ride. double Maduros like crazy. I don't know what we I were know, thinking. Dude, we, were, we were young men. It was a different time, you know? <laughs> um, so, my, my second question is this uh-huh. thinking back to like all the shows that you've enjoyed over, over your lifetime. What would be the most unusual show or movie to have a hangover scene like shoehorned into it? Oh boy. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that it. would have been out of place. I think I think I think it would have been out of place. <laughs> I can't leave that was- in. That's so horrible. All right, hold on. Let me think <laughs> of a better one. <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, I almost would say like Schindler's List or something, but like <laughs> there, there yeah. are movies like um, like the really serious part of the Karate Kid, the Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. They got uh, uh, Noriyuki Pat Morita. Uh, his Oscar <laughs> nod was like him being drunk, um, mm. but like the the play, the Hangover is never played for seriousness, yeah. is it? So, um, yeah. I would say maybe. Ooh, hold on. Um, Getty, no. Gettysburg. I was gonna say Gettysburg, I was, but I could see that happening. No, like a like a battlefield flask or whatever. Yeah, kind of and like like maybe that's what leads to Pickett's charges. He just like yeah, got yeah, hammered yeah, the night before. Bad morning. And he's just not yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know what? F it. Let's let's just do this thing. You know? <laughs> I don't even care. I'm, I'm no, I don't even care. Going over to care about terrible. this. Let's yeah, just yeah. charge. You know what? Yeah, charge. <laughs> whatever. You got. He's charging. got sunglasses on, like aviator sunglasses. His, ah! his hair is all akimbo. He's like, I. You know what? I can't even find my hat. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> I, I would say maybe um, the new Little Mermaid live action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I'd be disappointed if that one had, which which apparently yeah. people are mad about. Like regular people are mad about. Have you heard of this? Yeah. I'm no, like, I haven't. I'm so far removed from. Well, I can't figure it out because I'm I'm not in the midst of it. But I I'm mm-hmm. hoping it's not because the Little Mermaid is black because um that's weird to be mad about. Uh, yeah. It's not historically accurate. There there's no such thing as as mermaids, so none of it's historically <laughs> accurate. But I think there's something else. I just know what it is. Yeah. Well, I heard somebody ranting about the old Little Mermaid oh. recently. And I think that I think I think the issue with this person was it was really anti-family in in the sense that like so the mermaid uh, her name's Ariel having, yeah Ariel thank you having never seen this I'm I'm recreating it based on You've a conversation never seen the Little Mermaid no dude yeah, oh it's, I had it's delightful and, and, yeah well, is it delightful it is. yeah I, I don't know but apparently the the issue was. So this mermaid lives with her father, and he's a bad like, guy. Yeah, he's a rager. Oh, he is. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that. So, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the whole thing. But so, like, like hangover wise, it wouldn't work there. I was thinking. No, let me get into the whole thing. The dad doesn't want her to be obsessed with the the surface world and all the people there, and she yeah. is, and she has a whole collection of things she's lashed together. She doesn't know what they do. It's adorable. She thinks mm. a fork is a comb, and then mm. he finds her there with all the stuff. And he takes his mm-hmm. trident, which shoots like magic beams, and he breaks all of her stuff. He's an abusive dad. There's no comeuppance mm. for the end. He feels bad that she left and became a human. And then, like, mm. that's, you know, like, I guess he redeems himself. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that uh, that's just a regular story. Mm. But, like, the new one, they don't sing the song where he's like, kiss the girl, kiss the girl, because if he kisses the girl, yeah. she becomes like, she can talk. And, yeah. and people were like, hold on, what about. Consent. Uh, so they mm. removed the song and, and the plot element. I don't know. So mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, you're right. It, it, that was not. What did they replace it with? Like, just glance at the girl and maybe she'll know what you're thinking. No, it was ask, you know, the, like, ask the girl for consent. Was the name of the song and it's sung in like a, a jaunty Jamaican accent. <laughs> I was gonna try to sing it. <laughs> ask the girl. <laughs> How about this? What about text the girl? Just text her for like a year and a half. You know, maybe maybe she'll know what your intentions are. You know, kind of, I don't text know. Modern, modernize the whole thing. Just text with her. Um, yeah, I was I was thinking Little House on the Prairie, oh. but then I realized like there has been one of, some. Yeah, 
One of Pa's friends had like a legitimate drinking problem. Yeah. That was like a two or three episode arc. So Dude, they ta- they tackled the issues. Did you were you a big fan of that show? Uh, I was when I was young, yeah. Dude, like when I was a real yeah. little kid. I remember Yes. Like I I've warm memories of watching it with my parents and liking it. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, there was a randomly an episode where there was a a clown rapist? Like No skulking around the edges of Walnut Grove raping Gosh, women. Gosh dang, no. That, like, no. They, they went over the they got caught up in the like tackling hard issues. And they the were like very special right, episode. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did we did alcoholism, we did like um child abuse, we we did yeah. uh body image with that one kid who like they did like a lifetime movie episode where there's a fat kid and he was trying to lose weight to impress Nelly and she wouldn't oh, be wow. impressed. And then he went went yeah. on like a food binge and like stuffed his face with everything and like smashed I remember them. that one. And yeah. then they were like well what do we do now? And someone was like, well, clown rapists are a big problem in the world today. <laughs> yes, exactly. What? Let's, let's tackle something timely. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like 80s shows were forever kind of shoehorning like the serious episode in. Um, I feel like, what was that show that said, um, where they said like, goodnight John Boy in the show? The Waltons. Uh, the Waltons. I feel like they wouldn't have a hangover scene in The Waltons. No way. They, they wouldn't have like John Boy coming to the kitchen and he's wearing like, <laughs> like Ray-Bans and like his shirt's half untucked. And... <laughs> Like, hey, John Boy, like, hey, tough night last night, you know? Like, you went a, went a little hard there in town, you know? Pa, I overdid it. <laughs> yeah, Pa, I overdid it. Did they call him Pa there? I don't remember. I, I, don't I remember yeah. watching that one time. There was a very special episode of The Waltons with, like, a, a poltergeist runner, which I think yeah. might have been mostly for laughs, but I was yeah. the age where I was very scared. I remember a rocking sure. chair rocking itself on the porch, and then they yeah. just, like, turned it off, and we're like, all right, good night, Zach Boy. And I was like, no... Um, yeah. yeah, that I think that uh, anything that isn't both like not taking itself seriously and not respecting itself is yeah. going to be, be out of place, like hamming up the hangover scene. It's and you yeah. know the way that they treat even like people getting drunk uh, on uh, movies is is weird because you know all of these actors are like 30% of them are functioning alcoholics and all of them are sure, are, sure. are drinking, you know, continually. Yeah. And yet yes. they act like if you have a lot to drink, you become like an absolutely unhinged crazy person. And, yeah. and yeah. it's it's very strange. It is very strange, dude. Um okay. I have I have one last hangover related thing and then I want to pivot into stranger things because it's going to cohere with what we've been talking about. Is there going to be a segue uh, through a hangover scene in Stranger Things? If there could be. I feel yeah, like that's every time be. Hopper wakes up. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hopper Hopper does go hard, man, but he's got a lot of like kind of demons he's trying to he's trying to quell. He's been yeah. through a lot. Also, he's a big um, enough guy where I feel like he kind of shrugs it off every morning pretty successfully. Totally. Yeah. Dude, I love Hopper, but yeah. we'll we'll get there. We'll get into that. Um my last hangover related thing is that you would think the show cheers would have lots of these hangover moments, right? Because like it's it's a show about bars, it's about drinking. No one ever has a hangover in Cheers. I think there was there were a few times when everyone showed up really really hurting except Norm. And yeah. that was the joke, but like what uh, yeah. AIDS is to Seinfeld and all the yeah. serial one night stands going on there, I think right, the right. actual effects of alcoholism uh, is just cheers. Like until the very yeah. end, I mean, they tried to like from the beginning, from the outset, kind of say, okay, it's a show about drinking, but we have our main character a walking <laughs> warning 
about letting yeah. alcohol take over your life. And uh, right. by the way, I apologize for the board of water and light out there digging up the street behind me. If you can hear all the beeps and annoying mm-hmm. sounds, um, mm-hmm. and and yet I feel like they never really. There was like the the plot element of Sammy not going back into this thing that he had put behind him, but yes, there was never right. the element of like danger for other people. And there was never right. the conundrum of I am potentially ruining other people's lives the way I ruined mine. Yes. No, that's right. Yeah, Sammy never he never had to do that moral calculus. Or if he did, it happened in private and it never happened on the show. Um I just watched the one dude where Sammy has this like standing one night stand every Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, we talked that about that not that long ago. Yeah, where he like yeah, throws he, out his back. He throws his back out. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Um, all right, Stranger Things. I'm two episodes into season four now, and I have a lot. I have a lot of things on it. Um, two, two related to hangovers. So I just had the scene where Lucas. Who they turned cool, and they had to turn Lucas cool because he got too handsome for the rest of the group. I feel um, like he got weird looking and less handsome. I feel like he's handsome. I feel like he's like late eighties. He's got that high top fade. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a he looks like a high school basketball player. You know. Yeah. So they he didn't get uglier. Like uh, like what did you I want you to tell the listeners what you said about Mike? So Mike in season four <laughs> has transformed into Howard Stern. He's transitioned. Like he's he's very brave. He's undergoing a transition. He's become not a woman. He's become Howard Stern. A lot and of young uh, people these days are coming to terms with their real identity and they're as transitioning. Howard Stern. <laughs> Dude, so Mike has transitioned into Howard Stern. Will has transitioned into like a grown man with that stupid mushroom haircut and like a Barry White level deep voice. Yes, but still like so, the little shorts. <laughs> Yeah, so so Will's like, he's like, why are you ignoring me? You know, like, I feel like a third wheel. You know? So he's still kind of like slouchy and, yeah, he's like slouchy and pathetic, but he's got this like booming Barry White voice. Yeah, no, they've Um, got him literally in the the hair and, and wardrobe of like every precocious Four-year-old, <laughs> four-year-old like imp from the eighties. Except or, or that from he's... you remember how like that stuck? Like they never aged like that <laughs> age kid. Like in Liar yes. Liar, which is from like nineteen ninety-seven yeah. or something. It's uh-huh. still like that seventies kid with the same hair yeah. and the same weird like vibe. And and they're well, trying to do that with Will when he's probably like twenty-one. Yes, and a lot of times it, a lot of times in the eighties and nineties it was the same kid. Right, it was the kid who played like. Uh, Rocky's son in Rocky Four. Um, it was always that kid with that stupid like mushroom helmet, you know, <laughs> yeah. ha- hairstyle. Which, which was like they had to take off at the end of the day and put back in. the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the they, they hung it on like a mannequin in wardrobe, you know, like they just hung it up. Yeah. In my mind, uh, it's the same kid who's in uh, like he's like Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance on The Shining, and like yeah. like in my mind, it is all the same kid. But I'm sure if I went back yes. and watched some of these movies, they'd be vastly different kids. But they all acted the same. It's like remember how like when you watch stuff from like the early age of talkies, right? And you yeah. people have even assumed that this is how people talk back then, where they're all like, "Hey, yeah. I see," and then yeah. you'll see the odd clip of like someone flubbing a line or breaking or whatever and they'll be like mm-hmm. listen son I oh no I'm sorry I gotta do that again and you're like wait that was just a weird put on they were all doing um, yes yeah most of the actor acting world 
stopped that, but like yeah. all the little kids have the same like version of a little kid that exists nowhere in real life. Yes, that's it's right. It's so weird. And they're still trying to keep maybe that's maybe that's the joke with Will. They're trying yeah. to keep him yeah. like I don't know. I don't think it is. It though. could be. I think they're just they think they're pulling it off and they're not. You know what would have been a great version of that joke? What? If they'd, if they'd gotten that actual kid from the 80s, except he's like 55 <laughs> years old now. And, and if they'd put him in that haircut and they'd like slid him into like Will's friend group as a, as a teenager. <laughs> 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 All right. So I got, a, I got a couple things related to hangovers related to season four of Stranger Things. So we did just get a hangover scene. Uh, it was after Lucas hits the winning shot in the basketball game, and inexplicably, okay, all the all the dudes from the basketball team go to this like abandoned shop that that, that they've boarded over the windows to like to like all drink beer together. So that is something that happened all the time in Indiana in in the eighties. I mean, I'm kidding. I have no idea. It sounds very I don't, strange. I don't think. I don't think it did. You know, <laughs> they would go to I, a like park I don't think it, maybe or like uh, you know some 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 like rural like like a field. I've seen that yeah, like, like a, a field barn, where you have like bar- somebody's bonfires barn. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and in my context, and probably in yours, there was always some kid with like idiot parents who were like, "Yeah, hey, drink at our house." Yeah, you know, I'd rather and, have and, you do it here than where I can't keep yes. an eye on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, like I I think our town was like filthy with idiot parents like that. like it was not hard to find someplace you know so okay so they're they're in this abandoned uh, shop they all drink too much and then they cut to like the next morning where they're all lolling around on couches and feeling terrible here's my here's my observation i started noticing this in the back half of season three but i've i've definitely noticed it in the the first two eps of season four there's so much vomiting <laughs> and they show it like they sh- they show it's not just like you cut to like the the pavement level shot of the parking lot and you can hear someone puking they're showing it and yeah, you've done the work here you've done the scholarship you know what they're doing you know what they're I've there. done the scholarship I know what they're doing and and my question to you is I'll I'll just give you my theory my theory is there's too much of it they've overdone <laughs> puking and and they're they're getting cheap and they're getting they're getting lazy about it, right? Because it's supposed to convey emotion in some parts. And then there was the part where like um, Steve and his girlfriend, non girlfriend, uh, they get drugged by the Russians and then they're coming out of it. They're they're hungover, okay? And um, and they puke in the Starcourt Mall and they show all of it. And it was just really to me unnecessary and kind of crass. Now, it's and been a long think- time since I've watched this, but I remember us eating like fettuccine or something when these <laughs> scenes came up because we were like like eating while doing a Stranger Things marathon, eating dinner. Yeah. And and yeah, that's there should be like warnings at the beginning where, you know, there these should. days it's like yeah. violence, graphic sex, smoking or something. Smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should be like puking, should be up puking. There. Like, hey, if you're the kind of person who doesn't enjoy puking... <laughs> You might be triggered by this, you know. You, this might be a difficult scene for you. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel like there's way too much puking. I'm not going to lie to you, and I need you to, I need you to talk me through this. I don't like season four at all. Whoa! I'm, not, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm two episodes in. I'm not enjoying it at all. Um, I feel like there's too many new characters. I feel like okay. So here's here's my observation. You tell me, you tell me if it pivots out of this. Okay, so. The first three seasons, like, yeah, it was 
it was kind of scary. There was this evil upside down. There was the Demogorgons. But I would say the overall kind of um, vibe or ethos of the program was one of kind of innocence and hopefulness, you yeah. know, and, uh-huh. and probably because it revolved around childhood and a small town and, and all the stuff. There's reasons for it, right? But then you get to season four. And all the actors aforementioned are like actually 25 years old. And, and one of them is Howard Stern and, and one of them is very white. And, you know, it's season four. Like we've had two straight episodes of Eleven just getting like torturously bullied. And oh, dude, yeah. my, my, my comment to KK was, I, I said two things to her. I said, this lacks the innocence of the first three seasons. And then I said... I think I grew up in a fairly center cut, ubiquitous, like dirtbaggy um, public school environment, as did you. No one in my public school was that mean. Yeah, like, I know. But I mean, we had this same basic conversation about like um, other aspects of, of life in Hawkins when you were watching mm-hmm. earlier seasons. They're not, I mean, the Duffer brothers. Yeah, they're not going for realism. Yeah, no, they're, yeah. they're doing homages. Uh, uh, this is what, and I'm thinking about Indiana Jones a lot lately because the new one's coming mm-hmm. out at the end of this month. This is what people didn't get about the fourth Indiana Jones is that the mm-hmm. first three take place in the 30s, um, yeah. and and they're absolute homages to 1930s like B movies about yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the the fourth one takes place in the 50s, and they're like, well, there's aliens and there's atomic testing. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what they should be doing to homage that. Now, it's not as as perfectly cut and dried like that with Stranger Things, but definitely the first season is straight up a Goonies kind of companion piece, which is something we love. This Mm -hmm. is definitely, we've moved into uh, kind of Carrie, uh, which is what you've got going on with her being bullied. And she's going to have, I mean, she's got, Eleven's got very similar uh, powers Mm -hmm. when she has them to Mm -hmm. to Carrie. And then Mm -hmm. also like, Maybe Freddy Krueger and yeah. uh, like other other Freddy Krueger adjacent yeah. type things, Nightmare on Elm Street type movies, uh, kind of yeah. all rolled together into Vecna, who's the bad guy in season four. And yeah. there's going to be some some payback and some retribution yeah. and some good feelings on the the eleven front. But That's, I'm telling you, dude, you gotta stick with it because of okay. all the seasons, this one is yeah. most cohesively written. Where mm-hmm. when you get to, I'm just gonna tell you this: it's almost a spoiler sure, sure. to tell yeah. you there is a twist. Okay. Yeah. But to to keep you in the saddle, dude, you're gonna get to a point near the end of the season where your jaw drops and you reassess mm. everything that's come up to that point, and mm. it's really really cool. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, it's it's it's. It's really good to to hear that, and I get it. It's it's clever. It's super clever. It's an homage, whatever. I just think my issue is I don't like any of that stuff from the eighties. Yeah, it like, wasn't I didn't my like bag Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah, or Carrie, or any of that stuff. So like, I'm not watching it through the lens of oh, this reminds me of X or whatever. Also, another thing I don't like, um, and I know this is an homage to like you know Cheech and Chong and all those horrible oh, movies right, we also yeah. didn't watch in the 80s. Like the 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 super one note like weed friend. Yeah. Um so dumb. I'm always out on a I'm so out on a weed friend. Like that's that's so not interesting to me. Well, I'm glad you hang and, out with me then and you know I'm the exception to the rule. You're just you're just so my hypothetical them. you're my hypothetical hangover friend. You know <laughs> it's a totally different set of calculus. <laughs> yeah um, what do you think of the uh, I agree with you on that that guy yeah, yeah. although he does he does grow on you because every time he's in a scene I'm just like, uh, 
you know. As let's, let's as the this. thing moves on, you know, because he's a waste, and then yeah. there'll inevitably, you know, writing by numbers is going to be the point where sure. he has to step up, and it's going to yes. feel kind of good. But uh, yeah. what do you think about the, like, Robert Downey Jr. 30 years ago uh, lookalike who is, like, the leader of their, like, Hellraiser's uh, club at the school? Yeah, I... I kind of like him because he he reminds me of a guy in real life that I knew. I love um, that guy. I feel like he was the I, best I like addition to season four. Yeah, yeah. He has a, he has a lot of natural charisma. Like whenever he's on the screen, I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Like more more of this. I could I could do more of this scene. Um, so yeah, I'm in on that guy. I was also in on Billy from season three, who reminded me of a real guy in my real life who I liked. And really? how, how did you? Yeah, how did you feel about? The the real guy from my real life wasn't nearly as like evil and satanic as Billy, actually not at all. But um, but he looked the same. When it got did to you feel- Billy being dead, I was like, "Whew, good, okay." Like I, I don't See, know. Yeah, I wasn't. I I had I had sort of talked myself into. I hope they do something redemptive with Billy, and I guess they kind of did. did. Yeah, yeah. And that he he yeah. martyred himself for the group, and he he apologized to Max on the way out, and and. You know, as far as like tying off a character, they they could have done worse with that. But Just speaking I like of Billy, all I that, can I ask you something yeah. about yeah. season three and season four? Sure. Now you've seen, so you've seen Vecna, the guy with like the burned visage and the no yes, nose yes. and everything. Yeah. Now yeah. that so that's a whole yeah, it's a very different vibe and like the ringing clocks yeah. and all this stuff. It's it's definitely yeah, yeah. different. But in my mind, it's not as far afield from the kind of charm of season one. Where the monsters uh-huh. were more like what a twelve or thirteen year old comes. In fact, they were. You know what they yeah. played when they played Dungeons and Dragons. Like when you got to season three, and there were all these rats exploding into like yeah, rat that was meat gross. goop. Like to me, yeah. that was way like that's the one I would skip, not season four. Yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting, and I I do agree with that take, and I am like kind of more in on just a monster looking like a ridiculous yeah thing that a twelve year old would draw or whatever. Um, I, I guess here's where I'm at on it, dude. Um, if you, if you do season four exactly the way they're doing it, but you remove all the bullying Mm. and you remove like, I don't know the weird, they moved to California and now it's weird with Will and like, there's enough weirdness that hits at a real level where I'm just like, I don't want to see Will third wheeling at the the skating rink, you know, this bums me out. It makes me sad, you know, and like just the, 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 them picking on 11, like the mean girls picking on 11 thing, those scenes go so long. And like every episode for the first three seasons was like 55 minutes long. And these are all like an hour and 15. Yeah. And, and the last one's like almost large, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like they've, I don't feel like they've used the time super well. You don't like um, when things go longer than normal though. You never do. Yeah. I don't. And Whether it, it's a baseball it's be- game or a movie or, or yeah, a conversation yeah, exactly. or anything, or a visit. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm, I'm always ready to be done before the other person. But um, yeah, no, I... We've done what we always do know. in this. <laughs> yeah, we've done what we always do. Let's be done with this. But uh, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with it. I mean, I'm gonna, and because you and other people that I trust have said that it's, it's very good. So I want to I wanna see it through. And I want to be ready for season five and... I think season four, the first two episodes are suffering at this point just from a lack of Hopper. I think Hopper brought something to every episode where, I don't know, it was sort of like 
in the same way that as a kid you felt safe with your dad in the room like i i just sort of felt better when hopper was more a part of the show yeah rather um, than being the other side of the world yeah yeah in a gulag and you see him for 35 seconds just getting tortured or whatever oh but, but uh, he does take a, a major role and it's pretty cool dude the I hopper wait, stuff dude. in I'm russia sure is so cool I love Hopper, dude. I, I'm just so in on that character. Dude, and that I, actor. I that actor is amazing. He started acting at like good. our age, dude. It's crazy. That is so crazy. It's it's really, really crazy. Um, I, In fact, realistically, I think you if you were casting a movie about my life, I would be okay with that guy playing me. Oh. Um, I think Ooh. we have a similar body type. Um, I, we're similar age. I think I'd be in on that. Um. You know, and, and obviously in your fantasy mind's eye, you say, oh, Brad Pitt or, you know, George Clooney or whoever. But uh, I, I would I would want Hop from Stranger Things to play me. I'd be good with it. Can I ask you a creative thing here? A question about. Uh, yeah. An endeavor I'm I'm I have been for a long time now uh, yeah. toying with. And this is yeah. probably not in the cards for me because I just am finishing up uh, the first season of a. Uh, podcast slash writing project, uh, yeah. you know, retelling the Pilgrim's Progress Part One, and I've got dude, people. Which, go ahead. Again, I know, I know, I've told you this. My wife is crazy about it, dude. Dude, love that's it. amazing. I love yeah. that. That that actually yeah. surprises me with with her like audio stuff, where her mind wanders so yeah. much that tells me I'm doing a good job if I can keep her locked in on yeah. the. I think on you're the doing story. a great job. Well, yeah, thank yeah, you, 100%. man. Hey, yeah. did you did you uh, pimp it on Cluck? And if so, did it get cut to the cutting room floor? No, I did pimp it on Cluck, and it it ran as I intended. So Ooh, buddy. hopefully, you see a little uptick in subscribers. That's very uh, kind of you. I, you know what? Yeah. We, you and I, we're like the the most loyal of friends. We are. We're not like Mike and and Will. Right? Oh, the, absolutely not. Except for that, I'm secretly in love with you. But I mean, other than that, <laughs> and except for the fact that I actually look like Howard Stern, you know. <laughs> If you, if you were to be able to, sometimes I get bumps on the back of my neck, and whenever I do, there's like <laughs> the worlds are rending, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Rats like an explode. evil thing flies out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Ooh, ratatouille. That'd be another one that'd be strange to have the uh, the hangover. hangover scene. Scene. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I, I, if I uh, ever find, because I've got people uh, doing the Patreon thing. And mm-hmm. uh, they know there will be a lag between these, you know, the, the part one and the part two, but yeah. I don't want to leave them hanging forever. Um, mm-hmm. But I wish I had some time. And I'm going to see if I maybe I can to take out an old book of mine. You actually read. Um, yeah. It's called 42 Months Dry. It's the first yep. thing I wrote is a story of Elijah, but like, you know, with cigarettes and car bombs yeah. and machine guns. Not machine guns, regular guns. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. I it, I wrote it. It was okay, but it was really the first thing of any kind of like novel length that I've finished. And yeah. I've unpublished it. I think it's pretty cool, but I think yeah. it it isn't you know up to my standards now. And so I've been thinking sure. about. And actually, I was talking with Cliff Graham about this when they were looking at doing novels with Gibberim, uh, yeah. not just movies. Yeah. Uh, either making it into a trilogy or just like a really long novel, like rewriting parts of it. I've got a whole bunch of it in my mind, and part of what I was wanting to do was instead yeah. of having it be this kind of twenty. 10 or 2008 setting or whatever it really is right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, having it be like a 1980s kind of vibe. Oh, dude. Here's, um, a, here's an idea. Yeah. Just spitballing. Don't have to say yes or no. What if that What if that becomes our screenplay? What if we adapt it? Oh. What if we make that the movie? Dude, that could be pretty cool. What's interesting is it started as a screenplay that I wrote like in my downtime at work. <laughs> dude, that would be... 
I, I wrote tons of screenplays like in my downtime at work. That's interesting that we share that in common. Um, I, I don't know. I think that idea has legs, dude. Dude, we could get and some it, fun character stuff because there's very little character yes. development in the original. Um, yeah, it would. It would also. It would free us from having to just like start from scratch on an idea. It would come preloaded with a cool idea, and then we could just like paint on, you know, do all of our character work on the canvas of like a good story that already exists. Here's what I assume is going to happen with the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're maybe not going to get a houseboat, and we're maybe not going to wind up on it. Yeah. Um, you're maybe not going to drink too much one night on my houseboat, and then <laughs> right. and then end up on the deck the next morning, and your sunglasses a little bit of a sunburn. You know. Yeah. But I think I'm going to say it's okay, buddy. Yeah. We're, we're going to wind up writing a screenplay about two guys who wanted to like buy a houseboat. And and then t- in order to go out on it and write a screenplay and didn't, we're gonna tr- end up writing yeah. like a, a meta thing. It's gonna be yeah. too clever by half, but it's we're gonna yep. love it, and yeah. it's going to have the the you know drop a pebble in the pond ripple that is yes. small but continues on that re raptured and other things like it have. That's right. I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I hope that's not what happens. I actually think doing forty two months dry would be the guardrail that we would need. In order to not let it turn into this meta thing that's just for you and me. Um, Could it be a crossover, I, though, with the world of Re-Raptured and Ultra Jest so that, like, the Elijah character think, is always pumping? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could. We need we need to have some men in a lactation room, like, pumping <laughs> everything. Yes. I mean, yeah. Like, if, if we don't do that, we're just leaving. With hangovers. You know, are there any yeah, hangovers yeah. in Re-Raptured? I don't think there are. I don't either. Oh, maybe yeah. with like Alex and Misty or something in the per, in the first book. Um, but my my question was going to be: Is this played out? You know, the eighties setting. Stuff. No, the eighties setting. Oh. If I if I re kind of frame it with that as the backdrop, is that done to death at this point, or has it been long enough since the novelty of it with Stranger Things that it's you know okay again? I mean, the Tetris do thing's it. doing it, right? The Tetris thing <laughs> is doing it. Air did it with yeah. the, the the Michael Jordan having a moment. You know, Nike shoe thing. I think we could do it. I here's the thing, dude. And this is a this is a theory maybe worth talking about. I think the 80s and the 90s will be the last era that ever gets romanticized. And in that, I think it will have a long shelf life in terms of you know, if in a decade we wanted to romanticize the 80s, I think people would be up for it because you know, people who are around then will still be alive. Right. And I, I just think it's the last romantic decade, dude. 80s and 90s, kind of that, you know, 80, 82 to 95 kind of window. Cassette um, tapes and yeah. uh, actual, like, tactile buttons on things and, like... Tactile buttons on things. And talking certain, to people face-to-face. <laughs> talking to people face-to-face and not just hating everyone who disagreed with you and wanting them dead <laughs> immediately, you know. I, um, I have seen people in, like, Facebook groups and stuff trying to wax nostalgic about, like, the Audis because that was when their mm, childhood was, and now they're full-fledged mm, adults, and it's so embarrassing to watch. Yeah, it doesn't work. So I, I think, to answer your question, I think we could do it, and we would do it with great effect. I think we should think about it. Let's chew on, Let's chew on that as a potential idea, and I... I can tell you I have adapted some novels into screenplays. Um, I did one for pay, and I did a couple. I did one as a gift for KK, Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, and then I did one 
uh, a Dan Jenkins novel that I tried to sell, I don't know, a decade and a half ago. But um, at any rate, I enjoy doing that. So that's a thing that we could do. Here's, here's my thing, dude, just a little production note. I have a hard out at like 1030. So if we're going to do a Patreon, I should probably wind this one down. And yeah, tra- yeah. Transi- we, we can transition um, bravely from our main show into our Patreon show. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> give it a, do the trans work. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Zach, we've done what we always do on this program. Yeah, that was a little abrupt, man. It was. Give it a little, um, give it a 30 second. Do, you, do your magic, man. Work your magic. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do a little. You know what I'll happened? You cut that hair and uh, and now yeah. the magic's, you know, you're, you're having to struggle to, to keep a hold of it. I think it was in, nestled in up in the, those locks. In cutting the hair, I look I look less like Howard Stern myself, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Zach, we've, we've talked a little Howard Stern this morning. We've talked a little vomiting. <laughs> we've talked hangovers. Uh, we've talked about our screenplay. Those are those are all things that I've enjoyed talking about with you this morning. And we will see you. <laughs> what would be funny is if uh, neither of us would do this. This would be out of character for both of us. But for somebody to make like a vomit noise it, during the pause, <laughs> you know. But but neither of us are the kind of guy who would do that. No, you know. No, I don't yeah. think. I in, in my youth. In, in my in youth. My, <laughs> In my youth. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> then pay phone at your best friend's wedding. Call me in the middle of the night. Said, baby, we know where this is heading. Let's make a